Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled family abandons their beloved dog. Our next Reddit post is from Tomato Tomato. I used to volunteer at an animal shelter when I was in high school. Where I'm from, shelters overflow, and the adoption coordinators take in and give away dogs with just a signature, no questions asked. Just to add, I love dogs more than life itself. This is especially why this story still makes me rage. Scotty was a big black lab, a seven-year-old gentle giant. All he would ever want from anyone would be a few pets, maybe a belly rub. I met him, the best dog I ever knew, in the worst circumstance possible. He was being abandoned by his family. Enter the entitled mom, entitled father, and entitled kid. The entitled mother, who was 40, almost tearfully claimed that there was no way they could keep Scotty anymore because the father of the family had gotten a job in Australia and they had to be relocated. They said they didn't have the financial means to take the job. I was just a volunteer, so I watched as a shelter manager sighed and then processed the dog into the shelter. The dog had no idea what was happening to him. He just wagged his tail. The entitled family dropped him inside and, suspiciously, without a tearful goodbye, just left him at the door. Now, the shelters in my country are not like the shelters that you have in America. They're basically a free-for-all, just a big area where the dogs are tied and some roam loose. It's absolute hell, so we try to love the dogs enough to make up for the lack of infrastructure. Now, back to Scotty. It's been two days, and he just wouldn't budge from the spot that his family had left him. He would hear footsteps and wag his tail, just to be disappointed. He wouldn't eat. He was the saddest dog I'd ever seen. I would sit next to him, and he would just put his head on my lap and sigh. I couldn't bear it, so I took him home with me, and after two weeks, he was happy again. He also had a ton of medical issues. His liver was giving out. I wondered why his ex-family hadn't told us that he was unwell. One day, the shelter got a call, and it was the entitled family asking if they could visit Scotty. Red flag number one. If they had to urgently relocate, then why hadn't they left yet? I politely told them that Scotty needs some time to get used to his new house, and the entitled mother told me that their 10-year-old son has been crying for him and wants to see him. I agreed. They came to my house to meet him. Scotty was ecstatic! It was like he was ready to leave with the entitled kid. What was funny to me was that the entitled parents sat in the car while the entitled kid went up to pet the dog and take pictures with him on his phone. The kid didn't seem emotional and spent about 10 minutes with the dog. This happened two or three more times until I decided that it was taking too much of a toll on Scotty. Every time they left, it started all over again. Scotty was sad, depressed, and wouldn't eat. I promised myself that I would help Scotty forget these people. They had now started calling me every other week, and I asked them when they're going to Australia. When are you guys leaving, though? That's none of your business. Well, Scotty's well-being and emotional state is my business. So I can't let you guys meet him again. He doesn't eat for a week after you guys leave. <laughs> what emotional state? He's just a dog. Listen to yourself. And you didn't even tell us that he had a liver problem. It's just a dog. Can you calm the F down? You are not allowed back in my home. Okay, then send the dog back to the shelter. That way, my son can go see him now and then without it being such a hassle. Excuse me? This is his house now. F you, B-word. And she hangs up. 
So during this time, my dad was in palliative care at home for late-stage lung cancer. The house was to be kept quiet to keep my dad comfortable. Scotty would always stand guard outside my dad's room. My doorbell starts ringing frantically, and I go to open the door. In barges the entitled kid and entitled mom, with the mom vomiting some rant about how it's her right to meet her dog, and pushing her kid in to go pet the dog. Scotty was right outside my dad's room, whom he'd grown very protective of. So far, Scotty has never barked. At the most, he's whimpered. He sees the entitled kid and entitled mother charging towards my dad's room and barks so loud that the entitled mother and kid are taken aback. I almost cried out of pride for this boy. He knew who his family was, finally. He growled a little and settled back down in front of my dad's room. Not even a tail wag was sent their way. They left and they never returned. It's been years and they never left to go to Australia. I'm pretty sure that his liver ailments, which he passed away from a couple of years later, made them think that Scotty was too much of a financial liability. Ugh, as a dog owner, reading stories like this is tough. I don't understand how you can have a dog for seven years and then just kick it to the curb because it's not convenient anymore. Haven't you like formed an attachment to that dog after this time that makes you see it as part of your family? I don't get it, man. Our next Reddit post is from Shaolin Blaze. After work, I had to take my car to get it inspected, an oil change, and a car wash. I knew this might take a while because I was going after work and it might get busy. I planned ahead and brought my sketchbook with me and nice colored ink pens. I'm a doodler, so even though I'm not sketching profiles or landscapes, I'm still drawing mandalas and things like that. These are things that take a lot of time and effort to make. I sat down in a busy waiting room. The couches were all taken, so I grabbed a seat at a table, which was actually preferred since I was sketching. I first noticed the entitled mother and entitled kids sitting on one of the couches. The entitled mother was scrolling through her phone, while the entitled daughter was complaining about being bored because they'd been there for forever. I pull out my moleskin sketchbook, black ink pen, and start working on a doodle that I've been working on for a few days now. A few minutes later, I hear the pitter-patter of tiny entitled daughter feet come up next to me. What you drawing? I'm working on this doodle, and I showed it to her. That just looks like a bunch of weird lines. Okay. Can I draw too? Do you have your own paper and pens? No. Then I guess you'll have to wait until you get home to draw. But you have extra paper and pens. Let me use them. You're supposed to share. Nah, kid. These are my things, and I don't want you using them. This is when the entitled daughter starts crying. The crying is what cues the entitled mother to look up from her phone. The entitled daughter runs over to her mother and says, That mean lady won't let me color in her book. The entitled mother gets up from her seat and comes over to me. My daughter wants to have some of your paper and pen so she can color. You need to do it because she's bored. No, these are my things and I have every right to not want some random child using them. I then tried to explain to her that I don't like people ripping pages out of my sketchbook because it might ruin the integrity of the book, and that my ink pens are somewhat expensive, which means I don't want other people using them. All reasonable answers. Oh no, there was no convincing entitled mother. She went off about how I wasn't actually drawing real art, and how her precious daughter needs entertainment, and that I have to let her have some paper, or else she'll tell the manager of the car place. I was starting to get really ticked off, so I just grabbed my things and moved outside. Thankfully, the entitled mother's car was ready soon after, so she ended up leaving, but man, I was afraid that she wasn't going to let it go. 
Our next Reddit post is from Plop-Tart Throwaway. I'm going to start this off by saying that if you have a house and don't have cameras, get cameras. I have some now, but I should have gotten them sooner. I live in a pretty typical manufactured home in Arizona. My parents also live in one of these houses just a few streets over. Despite how close we are, I'm very low contact because they're just bad people. They treated me okay as a kid, but things changed as soon as I was in my late teens. I was expected to do more and pay my way as soon as I finished high school. That was fair. I was an adult by then after all. But my parents wanted a lot more in rent than what I'd have to pay to get my own apartment. I would have had next to nothing left of my monthly paycheck if I had given them what they wanted. So, I refused to give them more than a fair amount, plus a share in utilities. Also, I started buying my own food as well. My father openly said that this wasn't good enough, and my parents actually filed official paperwork to evict me when I refused to cater to their demands. I left home and got an apartment with my best friend. Five years later, I bought my own house in a neighborhood not far from my parents. It's just a manufactured home on a small property. But it was just so damn cheap that I couldn't turn it down. Also, my monthly mortgage isn't bad either. I even moved my best friend in as a roommate to help me cover the bills. We were already used to living in the same space, and the new house gave us so much more room. My parents, though, somehow didn't like my independence from them. Did they want me to fail or something? I don't know. But the incident that caused me to go very low contact was when they demanded I trade houses with them. Yes, you read that correctly. They actually wanted to trade houses. Their manufactured home is smaller and older than mine and has one less bedroom. Also, their yard is smaller too. But even then, it's not like either one of us have any grass. It is Arizona after all. When they first saw my home, they looked pissed. After a couple of more visits, my father actually said that it wasn't fair that I was doing better than them. And he said that I was rubbing my nicer house in their faces. But it's just some old manufactured home in one of the hottest states in the US. Seriously, what's there to brag about? But I guess having something even slightly better than what my parents had irked them. And as I've already said, they actually demanded that we trade houses because of it. My friend who lives with me literally fell on the couch laughing when they said that. And I couldn't help but join in. My father said, hey, that's not funny. Give me what I want. When I recovered my composure, I said that he and my mother were not entitled to my house or anything that I own for that matter. I then told them to get the F out. And after that, we barely spoke. Then the pandemic hit, and it didn't really change my life much. I like the peace and quiet, and my friend knows how to leave me alone most of the time. My father, however, got laid off, and he struggled to find another job. He ended up working in the local Walmart for half a year before getting a better paying job. I did get a kick out of seeing him there when I was shopping for groceries, but as much as I hate him, I'm not going to call him a bad employee. He actually did fine. But during that time, he and my mother kept calling me asking for money. And I know what y'all are thinking, don't lend them any money. But they didn't want loans, they wanted handouts. Why? Because they raised me and I owed them. I said that if they didn't want the cost of raising a kid, then they shouldn't have had one. A few weeks ago though, my mother called me begging for money because their dinosaur of a window AC unit finally died. I told them I wasn't giving them anything. 
They were too cheap to replace the AC unit on their own, so I was not going to buy them a new one. My mother then complained about how I have two in my house, and the least I could do was give them one. I then said that maybe if she and my father weren't always pissing away their money on beer and marijuana all the time, then they'd have the money to buy another AC. Then I said that I wasn't giving them one of mine or any money. End of story. Only, it wasn't the end of the story. A few days later, I came home from work to find out that my house had been broken into. My front door locks were drilled out, and both of my window AC units were gone. Nothing else was stolen, but they went out of their way to make a huge mess for some stupid reason. Probably to make it look like a typical robbery or something. I knew that it had to have been my parents, and I called the cops. I went with the cops to my parents' house, and sure enough, they had both of my AC units going on in their windows. When confronted, my parents obviously denied the theft. They claimed they already owned the AC units, but statements from their neighbors said otherwise. I bought these AC units used online years ago, which means that I didn't have receipts. So I figured that my only option was to look for witnesses in my own neighborhood, and as luck would have it, a neighbor across the street has security cameras. And the edge of one of the cameras caught just enough to see my parents showing up in my father's truck. My father could be seen walking with a cordless power drill in hand. Then, a few minutes later, they came back to the truck with my AC units, then went back in to ransack the place, I'm guessing. With this evidence in hand, the cops had cause to arrest my parents. At first, both of them acted like they'd done nothing wrong, but I convinced the cops to let me do the talking. I said they could either return the AC units to my home and clean up the mess they made, or I'd let the cops arrest them both right there. They'd already stolen from me, lied to the cops, trespassed, vandalized my house, broke my front door locks, and there was video evidence of what they'd done. If I pressed charges, they were both going to jail, for sure. My parents looked deflated, then asked for a moment to talk with each other in their bedroom. I heard a lot of shouting from both of them, and I could hear my mother yelling that my father was an idiot. And in turn, I could hear my dad trying to blame me. After about five minutes, they came back out looking even more deflated and said they'd return the AC units and stop bothering me for money if I didn't press charges. I said they were going to clean up the mess in my house and buy new locks for my front door as well. And then I wanted written apologies from both of them on top of it. They begrudgingly agreed, and I even got a police escort back to my house. My father was forced to put the AC units back in my windows, and then left my mother to clean up the huge mess they made while he went out to buy replacement locks for my front door. He was gone for about an hour, and came back with a new stainless steel lock set to replace the knob and deadbolts. Then, he had to help my mother finish cleaning. During this time, I let the two cops just sit and watch them while drinking soda. They said that it was very entertaining. After everything was cleaned up, I gave my parents each a piece of paper and pencil and told them to write out apologies to me for what they'd done. My father looked especially pissed and said that I was treating him like a child. I said that he was acting like a child and this was just me holding him accountable. And I could always send him to jail, but this felt like a better way to teach him a lesson. My mother wrote out a good apology, but my father's was pretty half-hearted and passive-aggressive, but I didn't care. It seemed to kill him a little inside to have to do that. And when he was done, he left without speaking to me. My mother said that she was sorry and she'd leave me alone and then followed after him. 
The two cops said they thought the whole thing was hilarious and then thanked me for giving them an excuse to take a break while on the job before leaving. Since then, I haven't heard a peep from my parents, but their next door neighbor told me they went and bought a new AC unit. So I guess they did have the money for a new AC unit after all. It makes me wonder how high they were when they thought that it was a good idea to steal from me. Maybe having lean pockets for a while will teach them. Then again, they are who they are after all. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.